When I was just a little girl, I asked my mother, what will I be? Will I be pretty? Will I be rich? Here's what she said to me. Que sera, sera. Hello. Hello and welcome to You Are Going to Be Fantastic. I'm Ann Foster. I'm Jenny Ryan. And we're using our, our portable microphone. It's very exciting. So it's, we're still getting used to this. It feels weird. We're in somebody's house. We're about to do an interview. Um, sitting at her dining room table. Well, well, children play downstairs. It's a very suburban interview experience. Yes. Just like we're just a part of this suburban home. Um, so, but I, I am not a suburban person well Jenny's not either no neither one of us is particularly suburban um and Anne told me a very amusing story so I'm gonna just launch into some banter sure it's a it's a sort of story that happens when you're someone like me who doesn't have any responsibilities in life and can do things like this so (laughs) um on Black Friday I had like an anxiety dream and I woke up at like 5 a.m. And I was just like, oh my God, I'm so stressed out. I'm just going to like look on my phone, relax by like looking at some online sales. And then relax I... Relax by looking at online sales. Well, isn't that... That's what people do. That's, I think, what urban people do. I really? Know. I don't know. I don't know. Is that a suburban activity? I don't know. That's what I do. So I was like looking at these sales. I'm like, oh, these sales are pretty good. And then I apparently made several purchases, went back to sleep... And then when I woke up again for real at like eight, I was like, why am I getting all these confirmation emails from stores? Oh, no. (laughs) You were sleep shopping. I was sleep shopping, um, which Jenny and I were talking that the next day about werewolves and things. And Jenny realized this is kind of like a wear shopping. You're a wear shopper. Yeah, I'm just like a regular person during the day. And then like overnight when it's dark outside, I just like go crazy shopping. So when I picked up Anne today to bring her here, she was wearing this hat. And my kid was like, look at that hat. It's a fox hat. And so I asked Anne where she got it. And she said... I got it when I was wear shopping. I... So the thing about wear shopping that's sort of exciting, um, if you have the money, <laughs> which I don't, but whatever. I, instead of kind of confirming what I bought, I was just like, when I get a post office notice, I'm like, ooh, a surprise. So I got the post office, I'm like, what will it be? And I opened it, and I'm like, what did I buy? And I'm like, I bought a hat with fox ears on it. <laughs> because that's what every 37-year-old woman needs. At 5 a.m. At 5 a.m. On Black Friday. Yeah. Yeah. I don't actually know if you are 37. I'm not. Are you 36? You overestimated, but thank 35. you. 35. I forget. 34. 35. 35. 35. All right. After I turned 30, I just sort of stopped noticing. Stopped paying attention. Yeah. Um, anyway, so that's that's the story. That's of, story. And I'm excited to see. I think I've got some more parcels still yet to come. I, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I, I made some purchases from Kylie Jenner's cosmetic line. Oh, sure. Everybody needs those. So I think I'll have some, some lip kits in my future because <laughs> um, they sent me a confirmation. So. Wow. I hope something's, something in there is for me. <laughs> it probably, I, I have no idea. I'll give you something good. Nice. Um, so we're here. I'm going to move the microphone. Okay. Experimenting with the mic. We don't know. Okay. We're going to see. So we are now here. Woo! <laughs> the microphone just In a bad spot if Courtney touches the wire. Okay, we're so we're Did here today, we're interviewing um, our friend, Courtney Lado. Hi. Hi. Did I want to clarify she's... No, you said it perfect. Okay, she's, she's Jenny's friend. I have not met her before, so... No, yeah, this is exciting. So Courtney and I do improv together, um, 
And uh, so Courtney is, has, has generously allowed us to take time to talk to her about her life. So uh, we're going to go. We're going to get started. Um, so Courtney, you are now a mother. You are living a somewhat of a suburban existence. A mother of two lovely girls. We're in your lovely home. Toys everywhere. Toys everywhere. <laughs> it's fabulous. We're sitting I was a, hoping you wouldn't notice. We're sitting at a dining room table. Um, it's, you know, you've made coffee. There's Kahlua. I feel like you have this, you have a, you know. A, I'm going to hold on life. I'm going to hold on life. <laughs> Kahlua and the coffee. So when you were a child, um, when you were a teenager, what did you think you, you'd be doing in your 30s? Did you imagine you'd live oh, in a wow. suburban home with Kahlua and Wait, so did you grow up in a suburban home? Yeah, I actually grew up like a two-minute drive from here. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, so I, I've been other places, but I... Um, ended up right back where I started. <laughs> did, was that a plan? What did you think? When you were no. 18, what did you think was going to happen? When I was 18? Yeah, take us yeah. Well, 18, uh, I uh, was in university to become a teacher, which was one of the things I always wanted to be, but it wasn't like my ultimate dream. But so, at 18, a teaching seemed like the path. Yeah, because, uh, I mean, the summers off seemed good, and my parents were all into that, and they were like, it's a secure job, that's what that's what you should do, and yeah, I don't know, maybe back in their day, too, it was like either a teacher or a nurse. Right, <laughs> so, women had two options. I, I wasn't smart enough to be a nurse, like my mom, so. <laughs> You're welcome, I'm now a teacher. <laughs> yes. Okay, so did you, so you did that in school? And then, are you now a teacher? <clears throat> kind of, yeah. I uh, I am a substitute teacher now. So I did have my own classroom for uh, about five years. Um, and then um, we lived away, and when we moved back here to Saskatoon, I started substitute teaching, among other things. So that's just, yeah. So I am a teacher, but not, um, not solely But, like, teacher. in your personal life like you were thinking I'm going to go to university I'm going to be a teacher like it's a very sort of like here's my plan I'm going to get a job but like you you're an improver and a comedian and stuff now like was that always something you wanted to pursue as well or was no that... no okay so the truth is ever since I was little I wanted to be a model before I even really knew what a model was I think and I was always that kid who would my mom would always be looking for me in the department stores because I was the kid in the window pretending to, to be, be a, a mannequin. That's yeah, <laughs> I think lots of kids do that, but that was totally me. I don't. Think me. So. I, don't I think no. there's a particular. And I, I rem and I remember when I was four, maybe five, no older than five, um, and an elderly woman was actually like looking at my clothes and stuff because I was so still. She in thought, the, really <laughs> she thought I was really. So a you mannequin. would be really good at the mannequin. <laughs> I would, but I never got any mannequin modeling gigs. I was always oh. kind of disappointed in that, but. Um, yeah, so I kind of, I wanted to be a model, and I don't know why, but, so I did modeling, I went into, like, you know, modeling and personal development classes and all that stuff, and did, you know, like, some, like, fashion so shows just, and stuff. Like, but how old were you at this point? Is this, like, modeling and personal development for when like, little, little kids? Uh, I think I was 12 when I started that. So how did you go, so when you said, like, you te being a teacher wasn't your greatest dream, but it seemed like a responsible move, was yeah. your Yeah, I mean, it was, dream? it was, like, the realistic thing that I wanted to do. But the like, unrealistic it, dream was to be a model. Was to be a model, slash actress. I kind of, like, it was really hard for me when I was little to picture having, like, a normal life where I wasn't rich and famous. I was like, yeah. how do people even so do you, that? you did not imagine <laughs> living in a somewhat suburban home. No, I think I thought I would live home. in Hollywood. Yeah. yeah, it was okay. what I just assumed so, I, would, I was so destined I, for. I've got so many questions about model training for 12-year-olds. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, like, walk across the room with a book on your head? Or is it like, 
learn how I to I feel like we actually did do that at one point. I feel like we actually, but well, there, you took like two courses. It's changed a lot. But back when, you know, the, there was the modeling company called, can I name names? Yeah. yeah. P- Pizzazz was Pizzazz. what it was called. <laughs> 1987? No, so. it was 95 or 6. And Was this in Saskatoon? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, there was like the first course where you learned about like how like how to take care of your skin and how to properly apply makeup and how to do pedicures and all that. And then the next course up from that was like how to learn to like walk like a, a runway model. But actually, we, we did learn some of that in the first course too. And I actually have a certificate downstairs. A certificate in about runway, I walking? my well, it was my award for I had the best modeling techniques. Like I had the best turns and poses. <laughs> in my so, class. so what, what? What was it like? What did you Saskatoon? So, you, like, what opportunities are there for models yeah. in Saskatoon? Well, there is. actually are more than you would think. Now, a lot of it is like, quote unquote, volunteer. We didn't get paid for a lot of it, but like, there were like, I don't know, mall shows, and there are. Um, there used to be. I don't know if there still is like a school of design here. Yeah. Okay. It, was, it used to be called Yvonne Ewan's. School of Design, and like, like every year they would design. have like a yeah, yeah they would yeah. have a like a showcase for the students, and we'd do things like that. And I did a lot of hair modeling actually. Um, so I've had a lot of different hairstyles. And so when you do hair modeling, do they like color your hair and cut it? Yeah, I had blue hair. I had uh, like like red hair, like normal red hair, but like super. I used to have like super super short short hair. Um, for a long time, but anyway, so turned out I, I wasn't tall enough or skinny enough to actually be a model. Are you serious? You're so, quite tall and thin. She's but very it wasn't. Thin. Yeah, you have Is to, it, be like, to be like five eleven. Yeah, like. yeah. And there was this girl. I won't name her, but was, there was this girl that I went to high school with and also modeled with who just kept growing and growing and growing, and I was so jealous. I was like, this is not fair. I'm like stuck at five eight and a half, and it was like my grade ten. She's like, yeah, I was like five ten last week, and now I'm five eleven. I was like, screw you. I think that's really. Cause I think it's interesting. I, when I was like twelve, thirteen, if I had admitted that I wanted to be known as like pretty and and model worthy, I feel like I wouldn't have had the self esteem for that. I feel like you need to be a a kid who feels. I don't know. Like, I feel like admitting that I wanted that kind of attention would have been a big deal. Well, you know what? I didn't really, I, uh, the secret eventually came out, but I didn't like tell all my school friends that I was like going into modeling. The only people who knew were the other girls who showed up for modeling. Right. Really. So, um, yeah. So that was fun. Anyways, it it wasn't in the cards for, (laughs) for me. And it, I mean, there were a lot of like different things that came out of it, like, like hostessing things where you get to like pretend like be a Budweiser girl at the rodeo and the, like fun be. things like yeah get to be <laughs> choice of words so um so anyways it's just not any it's not something that I particularly enjoy that well, much it was anymore like modeling, so. but it wasn't like the life of glamour that you were imagining exactly it was like being a Budweiser girl at the rodeo it's like that's yes. not what you got into this for exactly yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so so, like, yeah, so you didn't go off to Hollywood. You didn't go. Sadly. Did you no. want to? And then your parents were like, teaching is better. Or did you want no. to do, like, a drama degree rather than... No, I, like, I mean, I wanted to be in, like... And I was like, well, acting is something that, you know, is maybe a little more realistic. And you don't have to be, you know, 100 pounds and 5'11". So that's... I mean, I loved acting as well. But, um, yeah, and I, I wanted to be, yeah, like a famous actress. But I... And it, it wouldn't have happened anyway, but I was never really encouraged to, like, you know, well, why don't you just take the plunge? Like, move to L.A. and go, like, 
try it out or whatever. So part of me wishes that I had had like the, at least to go do something like that and fail and then, you yeah. know, you yeah. know, come home with a failed dream like that. But, but you had sort of like a, I would say, I don't know if it's like a good head on your shoulders. You're like, I'm going to get a career that will give me the summers mm-hmm. off. It's like you had this practical yeah. side of you. You weren't only that thing. No, no, exactly. I think I like, it was a dream, but I, I knew that it wasn't really like a realistic. Yeah. yeah like, a, yeah, I wasn't totally. Up I, in asked the clouds. My, <laughs> I remember I asked my, my dad once, I was like, you guys never really encouraged me to follow my dreams. Like, like to throw it all away, like to you yeah. know, throw it all in and become an artist or something. I mm-hmm. said, why, why was that? And my dad said, that would have been irresponsible parenting. Yeah. He said, it's irresponsible yeah. parenting to tell your kids, try this unrealistic thing. He's like, we didn't because you were someone who would be anxious. So I wonder if your parents did, they're like, well, we know Courtney probably will never be famous. It's unrealistic to assume that she would be. So let's encourage her to become a teacher because then she will be happy. See, yeah. I think, too, there's something like if you come from a family where your family is like, follow your dreams, will spread no matter what. It's like, then you're not going to be as good of an artist as someone who just like is like, screw you, I'm going to do this. And like, does well, it? Well, you never know. I don't know. I know a few people who like were really encouraged to... But I think their parents were really artsy, too. So maybe it was just in their blood. Yeah. So your, your were parents were like, find something responsible. And then you did. Yeah. And, and then you were a teacher. And I then, did. Uh, and then what happened? So you became a teacher. I became a teacher. Um, and I, uh, I met my husband in the College of Education. And uh, so we both taught for a while. Um, I lived, my first year teaching was in Maple Creek, Saskatchewan, down south. And then um, I moved uh, that was just a temporary thing. And then I moved to Medstead, Saskatchewan, and taught there for a year, uh, getting closer and closer to m- my then-boyfriend, who's now my husband, who was teaching in Prince Albert, which is where he is from. And then eventually, the, so the third year teaching, I moved to Prince Albert, where we were both living in sin and <laughs> teachers. Um, and then what happened uh, was he has some family down in the States in Phoenix, and uh, he always wanted to live there. So I knew that was kind of part of the package if I wanted to, you know, be with him, that I would have to go there if it was possible. So we went down to Phoenix, um, uh, like spring break or something, in uh, 2006, after we were engaged already, and had some interviews, and I got offered a job. How hard is it as a Canadian to get work in the U.S.? Like, Surprisingly, wasn't at that time. Well, it... (laughs) It was easier than it should have been because all the proper steps weren't quite followed, which is why we were back home two years later. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but it was funny because we had sort of, um, we kept going over the scenario like, well, what if, like, Dan, what if you get a job and I don't? Like, then he's like, well, you'll just come and, you know, do whatever. We'll do whatever you can. And then we hadn't considered that I might actually <laughs> get a job. So I got offered the job first, and then the school was like, you know, actually, we have the perfect job for your husband, too. So it, it worked out that we both um, mm-hmm. were offered teaching positions in the same school. Um, so we did that for two years, and then there were just, you know, visa complications, and so we moved back to Saskatoon. So it's funny. It was like, it was it was fun there, but it was so, it feels like it never even happened. It was like so long ago and so such a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. But um, that's actually where I got into improv. So in Phoenix, yeah, and I don't know. I don't so know had you been was. had you been acting in Saskatoon? Like you, we were like, I'm never going to be a model, and then but maybe acting. So did like you community, just theater, like little community things, like a yeah. like a thing at St. Thomas More College right. and, and stuff like that, and the odd like I don't know, like a Sustel Mobility commercial in 
With Andrea Menard, actually. It was in oh, it, too. Wow. <laughs> so you did some acting, and then you were in Phoenix. And did you try to model and act again, like, other than the improv? Or that was just... She's too short to model Jenny. Oh, right. Yeah, let's, let's just beat Sorry. that to a horse. No, that's... <laughs> I, wonder if, I wonder if you had tried modeling now, like, if you were 12 now. Because I feel like modeling standards have loosened up somewhat. Like, they're a bit more diverse about, like, size. and Right. You know, like, right. maybe now you would have been... Well, in Saskatoon, it doesn't particularly matter. Right. But, but there's not a lot of... You, you can't be, like, a full-time professional model in Saskatoon. No. But I feel like maybe you so. could have lived your dreams, if only... If only. You've been born later. Ten years later. Yeah, um, maybe. In the era of America's Next Top Model. Canada's Next mm-hmm. Top Model. You know what? I applied. Did you? Yeah, I didn't hear anything. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's fun. Oh, that's so sad. We're going over all my failures. I, that's what this is about, though. Um, so, you know, in end, Yeah, so you did. In so Phoenix. Let's get back yeah. to the how, how did this yeah. happen? Well, I, it was partly like I wanted to meet new people. I felt like we were just teaching and working and... My husband was coaching a lot, and I was always grading papers, and we weren't really experiencing anything, and I needed to meet some people. So I, there was um, an audition for a brand-new improv troupe, and uh, I did I had done, like, a little bit in university in the classes, like what you have to do in drama classes in university, because drama was my minor for teaching. And um, so I went and auditioned, and I was accepted into this troupe, so I started doing that there, and... Um, uh, did some improv with that troupe and and another one and uh, was in a couple of um, like community theater shows that like uh, plays and uh, and one professional uh, theater as well. Um, it, it was in the Merry Wives of Windsor. The, like, actually, once yeah yeah, which um, and at the time I was like yeah I can do Shakespeare, but it's it's like one of like his only prose plays. Like, oh. <laughs> So that's that, that's why I was able to do it because I'm not I'm not a Shakespearean actor <laughs> whatsoever. Uh, so anyway, so I did a lot of that while I was there and discovered that I was like, you know, I really actually want acting to be a part of my life. And I grew to hate my teaching job more and more every like right. every hour did you of go the to, day. Did you go to teach like and be a different character every day? Like, <laughs> today, today I'm gonna try. Like, I wish that's something that I would do now, but back then I was just a grumpy old hag. Yeah, so I think the the kids mostly just hated me because they knew I didn't want to be there. I feel so bad about that now. So then what happened? Uh, Well, then, so we moved back to Saskatoon and... um, Is this where Jenny comes into the story? No, not not for a while. And I thought like, okay, you know what, maybe from like, we'll move to Toronto or Vancouver then. Because we're like we're we're homeless and unemployed, so we can do whatever we yeah. want. <laughs> so, but but I really never like we didn't have the money to go like say to Toronto and you know survive there really. But I so we were gonna live here for a while first. But I never really did anything to help make that happen. Like my husband was working really hard. He uh, didn't want to substitute teach, so he decided to become a plumber. Um, I'm making noise with my elbow on the table. No, um, and uh, and I like had like the, like a couple like different part-time jobs but nothing that really was like paying a lot to actually actualize my goal to to move away and try to be an actor elsewhere so we ended up staying here and I decided to just go back to university to get my acting degree my BFA at the U of S so that was a, a really good decision um it was financially I don't my husband wasn't pleased with it because we had like just finished paying off like one <laughs> student line of credit from 
uh, from the first round of university. And I was like, here's another <laughs> thousands of dollars for you to work really hard while I go and do yoga for three hours a day in drama school. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so I, yeah, I got my BFA in um, 2011. So, and at that point, did you think, now we're going to move to Toronto? No. No, I didn't. I thought I would, like, act here. Um, and I was, like, 29 by the time that I graduated. So, of course, then everyone's like, and we had been married for, like, uh, five years. So everyone's like, oh, so you can have kids once you graduate? And I was like, well, no, why would I do that? Like, I've just graduated. I should try to be an actor. So I, you know, auditioned, and I didn't get anything for the first year. And then I was like, I guess I will have a kid because <laughs> I have nothing else to do. Uh, so that's uh, what we did. And um, by that time, I was a member of the Saskatoon Soaps. Uh, so Can I was, you explain what that is? Oh, yes. So, sure. Sorry. The Saskatoon Soaps uh, Improv Troupe. So I auditioned for them in 2010 and was accepted, mostly probably because they just needed a girl. But. Yeah, that's how we all started. <laughs> um, I like to think there's a little bit of talent involved, but... They would never tell me the truth anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, so I was getting my fix that way, and and of course, and substitute teaching. And so, um, how often do the Saskatoon Soaps perform? Like once a month? We perform way? once a month at the Broadway Theater. It was a way back in the day before my time. It was once a week at midnight, um, and now it's everybody's <laughs> aging. <too> <laughs> so it's, yeah, at nine thirty. PM once one Friday a month at the Broadway Theater, um, and then um, the meat and potatoes, like money wise, is when we get to do corporate shows and Christmas parties and and stuff like that. So um, yeah, we do some of everything. And you're still I with suppose. them, yes. Okay, so you've been with them. Since yeah, just yeah, I just had a gig yeah. for them last night and one Wednesday, so it can be pretty busy sometimes. So um, yeah, so that's um, as my friend Erica likes to say, that fills my cup. So I like I teach to I mean I and I do and I'm enjoying it more than I was like five or six years ago. So I do enjoy it, but it's doing that you know for the money and the stability, and then the acting is yeah just sort of you know fulfilling other yeah desires. <laughs> do you feel any kind of like so you're not currently teaching though like you work as a substitute but you don't yeah. you're not working as a full time teacher correct? Do you want to be working as a full time teacher ish? Kind of. Yeah. Um, yes. I'm okay with subbing for, like, uh, I, I will be okay with it still for a while, as long as I get, you know, lots of work. It's good money for the amount of work that I have to do for, <laughs> for it. Um, and my kids are little still, so it's really nice to have that flexibility. But long term, it's not a good plan. But there's, I mean, not a ton that I can do in the way of actually getting a a full-time job in it like all I can do is show up to my calls and do a good job and hope that somebody notices right but it seems like a good situation like you said your children are very young Mm -hmm. so to have the flexibility and then to be able to do the soaps and stuff so you can and have that time with your family Mm -hmm. like it seems like a good balance for you at this point yeah do you feel any kind of like regret about this what happened like with your life like you did not pursue like do you wish you'd gone to Toronto do you wish you'd I wish I had yeah I wish I'd done a lot of things I wish that I, I had and I down. don't know <laughs> no and I think everybody has these 
things they wish they had or hadn't done. But at the like, I wish I had traveled or been like I just I was never really encouraged to travel. It was kind of, and I also assumed that like I'll be a teacher, I'll have summers off, I'll be able to travel, right. not yeah. knowing that like I would actually have no money to travel because I'm a teacher. Right. <laughs> so um, I wish I just like gone and taught in. Taiwan or something like that and traveling right. that way and made that money but it didn't and whatever that's okay I fell in love and got married and I have kids so it's it's hard to wish you had done something when yeah. you have wonderful things because you didn't yeah because you could be you could be sitting in an apartment in New York City with your modeling career yeah. and being like I wish I had a I wish I just had a partner and some babies because that would be exactly happy, right so yeah 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 totally and I and I know people who are full-time actors in Saskatoon and around Saskatoon and it and they they love it but I I don't want to have I don't want to be a server or a barista in my and work evenings and weekends all the time and yeah in between everything right like there's nothing wrong with being a server or a barista that's just not what I want to be doing doing is it interesting to um People besides yourself, I'm thinking like Tasha Hubbard as well, who we interviewed, and she works for the university, and then she makes films. Mm-hmm. Or we talk to, um, there's other people we've talked to where, who've made the same sort of... Well, Amber, who, who did, um, who does, she's a librarian, but she also... She does filmmaking as well. Filmmaking and art things, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I think that this is a common... <clears throat> to have the stability of a job mm-hmm. frees you up to so there's not so much pressure on when you're doing the creative thing to be like oh my god this is this is my paycheck yeah. this is like I need to get another gig like going gig to gig but having this exactly. ability like I think that's it's interesting we've talked to a number of people and maybe we're talking to people in a certain age demographic where it's like and you too I think and me yeah. like we have a job and then we also have other stuff but yeah. the job helps you yeah. to be able to do the exactly stuff. and the and the hobbies are they mean they do you know, provide a little bit of income as well. So, you know, if it's been a rough month yeah. subbing, you know, you get a few hundred extra dollars here and there from yeah. improv or whatever. So, um, so it kind of provides a, a dual purpose. And it's just, it's really fun. It's just... Was when, so you're married to someone mm-hmm. named Dan. <laughs> named Say, Dan. Hi, Dan. <laughs> so when you decided you wanted to do these other things, how was Dan about it? Like, did he also have something that he wanted to do? Well, he was a teacher and then he was a plumber. Um, but did he have like a was he was there any kind of like jealousy when you said I'm gonna go back to school I'm gonna go be an actor and then you do all these fun things at night and you go off and do improv and jealousy no no I mean I mean before we had kids there would have been nothing stopping him from going and doing whatever and I always said like I I keep trying to get him to like tell me like what his dream is (laughs) like uh and uh, like he he plays guitar and you know has jam nights every once in a while with some friends. So I'm like, don't you, like do you, like do you want to like have a band? And he's like, no, like no. <laughs> I'm like, you have to have a good dream. But he's just such a, a hardworking, realistic, <laughs> down to earth person that yeah. he's fine with just recreationally. I playing think guitar. If you have two people in one relationship who both are like, I'm going to pursue my dreams, yeah. like, mm, then you're I, like... Maybe he's just not saying anything because he knows that I'm 
too busy doing it for well, I don't know I'd feel bad if I found that I out. think about these people who are just like content to go to work and then come home mm-hmm. like they like their jobs and they go to work I have these friends and they go to work and they come home and then they have no other goal like right. they're just like no I'm content like actually the yeah. home life is like I just that's I, a thing. Yeah, yeah all I wanted was to have like a nice house and mm-hmm. or not even a nice house but just like a home and mm-hmm. a job and I have those mm-hmm. things and I like to read books and I'm done like I just I yeah. can't even imagine being that person who doesn't sometimes I yeah. wish I was that kind of person um like when I'm when I sometimes the like the the improv and the um like if I teach improv too sometimes um uh everything seems to be piling up all at once I'm like I wish I just did did nothing (laughs) I could just go home and watch Netflix all night but I'm okay with that for like two evenings and I'm like well what's next Yeah, yeah. yeah sometimes I wish I just wanted the or, yeah, I wanted what, that. What will you do with your daughters? Because you have two little girls. <laughs> what if they say they want to be models? Like, what will you do? Well, if they have these dreams, or child actors. It, like, if 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 Scarlett says, I, I like when she's fifteen and she's like, I really think I want to be a stunt double or some like dream, and you're like, oh, that seems unreasonable. Will you be like your parents and say, and the people in your life and say, you should just go like be a teacher, or will you be like, yes, go to Hollywood, fail? Um, I, you and I was actually just thinking about this just recently um and the most important thing to me is that they're happy and i think the bottom line is that it's really not too late for anything like i fully believe that i never would have been a famous actress had i gone to like move to la that never would have happened so i don't really regret that i just regret like the that i didn't have the i don't know the gumption is that the right word to just to go and try something like that you know and have that experience of, of doing that um so, I mean, I, I think what I will tell them if they ask, <laughs> and even if they don't ask, <laughs> uh, is that, I mean, I think they can do both. Like, I want them to follow their dreams, you know, and whether or not they have a backup before or after is maybe up to them. Like, um, I maybe could have gone and done more acting after I got my education degree, but I got a teaching job. You know what I mean? So they can go and get, you know, a a a reliable diploma or certificate or degree and then if they immediately go and do something else that's you know more their dream right after that might be a good I don't know they can do whatever they want <laughs> as long as they're paying for it I don't care <laughs> so what uh what will happen um what, what happens next what's the next well you now you're doing you do improv with the talk yeah talk about what you guys do together how you how you guys have your improv thing Oh, how we have our improv thing, me yeah. and Jenny? Yeah. <laughs> and Marley? Yes. What, me, me to tell, you tell it? Oh, You're but it was all your. It's your baby. Oh, well. Well, okay. Collectively. I'll, I'll go tell it from my point of view. Okay, you do that. Yeah. Okay, so in 2012, I had a baby. So I was on mat leave when you would have, yeah, I was on mat leave when you, Jenny, called me up. And um, you must have gotten my number from somebody in the soaps. Yeah, cold called. Yeah. And, uh said um, that she wanted to start an all-female improv troupe. And she was pregnant at the time and expecting a baby, like, any day, pretty much. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, so you're just, like, getting all your calls done yeah. before the baby. Yeah. yeah, so here I am with, like, a new baby, and she's, like, about to have one. And we're like, let's do all this stuff <laughs> that we think we'll have time for. And somehow we kind of have. Um, and I was like, yeah, I was all for it. And I don't really remember exactly the details, but it took us a while to get going. Because you had your baby, and I had my baby and then started we started back to work again yeah. and then actually it was after I had my second child 
a couple years later, I was had my girls at the library where Jenny was working. Oh, yeah. And then um, you were telling somebody that was like, yeah, this is, you know, my friend Courtney. We know her. I don't even know what you, how you said we knew each other. I was like, yeah, and we're, uh, quote, unquote, like, in an improv troupe together. And I laughed. And Jenny's like, but we're still going to do it. I promise we are. And um, yeah. and then a few months later, uh, we kind of met, like, had a, like at a meeting. Yeah. You and me and Marley must have been there. Yep. And uh, talked about what we were going to what we were going to do, if it was going to be, like, a festival or if we were just going to start doing shows or what. So we decided to have a... Um, it wasn't a festival. It was like a what showcase. Was it? Yeah, like it's a sh- like a women's comedy women's showcase. comedy showcase. Yeah, yeah. And now we do regular shows. It's the Lady Bits, regular monthly shows, and we do. And then recently, Courtney, improv improv shows. Yeah, so we do regular um, in Saskatoon, and we've done a couple of um, big events, and we do regular little ones, and we've taught some classes and. Um, we were on the cover of the paper the other day. We were. Yeah. So we're cover of the bridges. <laughs> yeah, so it's, you know, you're it's, modeling James. Yeah. Your, your face in the photos uh, is very good. Well, that was the funny oh, thing about experience as a parent. <laughs> that was very funny. We did, this, we did this photo shoot yeah. for the newspaper, and it was like Marley and I were just like, doo, doo, and, Mar- and Courtney knew exactly what to do. You and you did all these. I things. said, I'm just gonna stand here like this, and you can arrange yourselves around me. Yeah, <laughs> which is not what we ended up doing. At it all, was funny. But, yeah, we were. Uh, it was very funny. Um, yeah, so I feel like we're we're still doing things, and, and recently you've started doing some stand up. Yeah, past years. yeah. So <clears throat> part of me, stand up was also like it's, it's on my bucket list. It's like the only thing I've been able to cross off my bucket list because everything else is like cost money. Be, well, yeah, become a yoga teacher or go on a which I can do. I just haven't gotten around to it. Or like go on a Mediterranean cruise <laughs> right after win the lottery. I yeah. guess. Yeah. So um, our variety night, that first one we had, was. Um, the perfect opportunity for me to try stand up in a group of like just really supportive people. It was a crowd of like our friends and like yeah. my whole family was there. It was the first time we've ever had to have a babysitter that wasn't part of our family because literally like my whole family was was at the event. So um, I think also too the fact it was like a women event. Like I yeah. think my impression of knowing what I do about stand up comedy from watching whatever late night TV. It's like a lot of guys. So like, oh, if there's so one guys. female comedian, like the, it would be the audience would be there for the guys. Mm-hmm. But you were at an audience of people who they who were there to celebrate women mm-hmm. comedians. So like yeah. that, would, yeah. I think have been more of a safety. Well, because they too. were, I mean, they were our people. Like they were our friends mostly. Like I don't think there were any real strangers or that didn't know someone who was in the show. There might have been. I don't know because um, there were a lot of people there. Um, but generally like men in who are in the arts support women in the arts i think they try to yeah yeah i think they think they are oh i think in 95 percent of the time they do it well yeah yeah so yeah (laughs) so so they were very supportive of it as well and they're supportive of our our troop and stuff so um where was it going yeah so i i anyways i tried stand-up and uh it was a great experience i really enjoyed it and then I really didn't have the chance to do it again for quite a while until um, my husband and I went to the East Coast um, this past summer and I was looking up like uh, just places to go and watch live music or something, go and do stuff. And uh, this, I came across <laughs> an opportunity for me to like kibosh our vacation. And I was like, oh, look, there's an open mic night at this place in Halifax. Uh, so we like rearranged <laughs> a couple days around this like six minutes of stand up that I did. Um, 
at, uh, oh, I forget what it's called. And it was a, like a bar in, in Halifax. Uh, and then we had a stand-up night with the Lady Bits. Tried yeah. a few more jokes there. Went to another open mic at the Thirsty Scholar. And uh, I got uh, Jenny and yeah. I a, yeah. a gig. Jenny, who doesn't do stand-up. So but she does now. Crash course in being a stand-up comedian. Well, you were, well, okay, sorry. I forgot about the summer where we... Um, right, yeah. Facilitate, and again, this was all Jenny's idea, as most of the Lady Bits <laughs> ideas are. Uh, we facilitated a, a comedy writing evening once a month at Amigos, which is where we do our regular shows. So yeah. we weren't teaching it at all. We were just organized basically, it, basically. Yeah, we, made it, we rented a room and we said, come on out and, yeah. and try to write jokes. Yeah, write jokes. Women, and then Women we'll, can write jokes And together. then we'll perform them for each other. We'll, tr- we'll try them out and give feedback. Yeah. So, so that was fun. And, and um, I loved all of Jenny's material that she tried out. And so I was asked to do um, uh, some stand-up at a small business holiday party coming up next week. And um, But I didn't, I wasn't confident that I had a whole hour worth. So That's um, great. An and hour I was, of comedy. Yeah, and I was just coming like, off of that's like a Netflix special. Yeah, that's like an HBO exactly. special. That's yeah. like yeah. Jerry Seinfeld. That's a long time, an hour, right? Like, yeah. And yeah. it was like, I could probably do it, but I don't feel comfortable like accepting that's like a one money or something. Like, yeah. 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 So, <clears throat> pardon me. And I was just coming off of um, a show that I was doing at Persephone, and I was like, I, I won't have time to get, like, to write an hour's worth of material. So um, I said, Can Jenny and I each do a half hour or so? And they said, yes. So we're doing that next week. Yeah, and it's going to be great. Week. It's yeah. going to be really fun. Uh, it's going to happen. It's going to be great. <laughs> so I like that you are, you're always trying new things. Like you, <laughs> you didn't just become a teacher and then be like, well, I guess all those dreams are dead. Right. Like you're still, you, you know, you're modeling on the front cover of the paper. And you're, <laughs> you know, all these things are, and you're looking for new things, which is great. Well, and also I think too, I mean, you've got this fabulous suburban home. Uh, your husband and your young kids, and I'm, I think another person could have been like, "Well, now this I'm fabulous suburban home though is like all thanks to my husband." It's well, like, like but you could you could have been someone who said, "Well, I guess I have the house and the kids and the no, teaching I'm a mom. Mm-hmm. That's it for That's me. All I do. <laughs> I'm just gonna like I mean. drink wine with other yeah. moms and like that's yeah. Like, I've always been, and my kids are still little enough that they're not in tons of. They only go in the activities that I make them go in. Yeah, right. So. They haven't yet told me that they want to play hockey, and I'm I know. so I hoping that they don't. Um, so yeah, I feel like I feel like you are someone who will never actually be done pursuing the dreams I don't think of so. childhood, it, and you will continue right. to make more dreams. Yeah, and you know, what? and part of it is selfish, just because it makes me happy, and I think that if I you know what, I could be home more often. Like my husband does a lot of like puts the kids to bed by themselves and that kind of a thing. Um, while I'm out, you know, gallivanting <laughs> on a stage somewhere. Um, and I could be home all the time, but I would not be, I wouldn't be who I am. Like, I, I don't know. You'd be like a Betty Draper type, just like yeah. an unhappy mom. I would drink so much more. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I would be, I would be unhappy and, you know, happy wife, happy life, right? I don't Is that, know. That's, <laughs> that's for you, honey. And I'm doing it all for and you. And happy wife means I'm gone for <laughs> yeah. seven nights a week. Right. Well. Not that much. But but I also see it as being a good role model for my daughters. Yeah. Just that they um um they need to be like well-rounded individuals. I want them to and I want them to know that I'm a, a human being and I don't exist just to drive them around and just to feed them, which I mean I do all that stuff, but that's not who I am. Right. I'm a person and that they, you know, when they grow up 
to be women and mothers if they choose, that they also can be that. They don't have to lose themselves. Right. This reminds me of something. I remember you posted on Facebook, Jenny, I think. It was like a picture your son drew of like or some it was something it was like you at a meeting with like other ladies or yeah something. yeah we were we were we were drawing a picture and it was um he wanted it was a the, the coloring sheet was like an office building it's a long story oh, yeah. as to how we got this coloring sheet but anyway it's coring sheet it was an office <coughs> building and I said what should we draw on it and he said I want you to draw some women and I was like okay <laughs> Why? And he said, they're all, and I said, what are they doing? And he said, they're all going to a meeting. (laughs) And so he made me draw like four women who were going into a meeting. And so it was the weirdest, like, this is what he understands my life to be. Because I was constantly like, where are you going, Mm -hmm. mommy? Oh, I have to go to a meeting. I have to meet the lady bits. Or I'm going to tell jokes. Or I'm going. But his life is, he just assumes that this is what I do, is I go to meetings with other women, which is quite, which is, you know, not what I necessarily. They're fun meetings. They're fun meetings. But I just think it's really funny. Anyway, yeah, I mean, just kids who are raised to be like, you know, it's not your mom is not just the chauffeur. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. your mother does these things. Yeah, and my like, I don't remember. It wasn't until I was, and I'm the youngest of three. It wasn't until I was grown, really, like you know, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, that I saw my mom pursue hobbies not necessarily dreams but she would like take like a stained glass class and things like that she worked very very hard and then so did my dad worked very very hard growing up and I really never saw her do anything for herself yeah really it was always like my brother was in hockey and I was in piano and dance my sister was in piano and so she was always either working or doing stuff for us I have this dream that next summer we'll we'll get a bus and you oh and your God. children and Dan and me and my child and Patrick will take. We'll I told you I want to leave the children. I want a comedy tour. Family fun. Oh, like in the summer? Yeah, like go on a road <laughs> yes. trip and go like do a comedy tour and then that the, would be fun. Dan and, and Patrick. Dan can fix toilets along the way. Patrick can fix <laughs> machines. Yeah, and they can watch the kids while you guys are like doing shows, doing yeah. jokes. Yeah, anyway, I feel like that would be amazing. Like the women's comedy tour. I feel like that yeah. would be great. Sponsored by. We'll just do brunch <laughs> comedy shows so all the other parents with children brunch can comedy. come out and anyway. Yeah. Um so I feel like there are, I feel like there are other things in your future, other bucket list items that we can expect to see from you. Yeah, we'll see. Like what are they? Well, I don't know. I don't like what? <laughs> do you have like a literal written down bucket list? Or I do. Kind of like, oh awesome. No, I actually yeah. do. Um and a lot of it is just travel. Just places um, you want to go. Yeah, and... places I want to go. But um, but there are other things, like um, like becoming a yoga teacher. I, I would like to try to make them things that I actually can do. Like winning the lottery isn't on there, because I have no control over that. Yeah. Other than, like, I mean, I never do my lottery tickets, so that one, it might help right. if I did. But, um, like, like yeah, so becoming, like, a certified yoga teacher, going to um, volunteer at a soup kitchen or the, the food bank, things like that I've never done, which, I mean, I could do. Donating blood was on there, and I've... I've done that since I wrote the list a few times so the best way to make sure you volunteer at the uh, food bank or the um, uh, friendship inn is to get a, a speeding ticket because <laughs> you can pay it off with can volunteer you? hours yeah that's oh, how I sweet. I can do that all my volunteer jobs come from <laughs> and then you run red light you, I can do that. you have to yeah, you, <laughs> you have, have to, to. yeah oh cross my fingers it's been a long time since just I've just run a red light ticket. No. <laughs> go. Yeah, I feel so. What did you? Okay, so we already discussed what you wanted to be when you were little. When you were when you were little, you wanted to be a model, yeah. and you you and did that was that. like four. You know what? Five I was. Years old. Were there, were there yeah. other things you thought? Sorry, go ahead. No, that's okay. I was just thinking, like before you guys got over here, I'm like, what am I even gonna say? What did I want to do, and what am I doing? And I feel like I've actually done a lot of the things, like that everything that I wanted to be when I grew up. 
or to, to do, like yeah. teaching, modeling, acting. I've done all of them. And, so you're still, and you're still doing them. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, you mentioned you were, like, four years old, like, being a mannequin and stuff. <laughs> so, like, that was that was the dream, like, when you were mm-hmm. when you were four and five yeah. was yeah. to be a model slash yeah. actor, Hollywood celebrity yeah. type person. Yeah. And then I and then I think I decided I wanted to become a teacher because I was just really good at spelling. I was that annoying girl who would always like correct your grammar and your spelling and stuff. And I thought that was like what it meant to be an English teacher. <laughs> Correcting <laughs> papers. Yeah. Yeah. So um, you were recently in a Persephone play, mm-hmm. which is the big theater here in Saskatoon. Yes. Um, you do improv regularly with Lady Bits and the Soaps. Mm-hmm. You are doing some stand-up comedy around the community. You, um, something else. Is there something else I do? (laughs) Maybe not. That's a lot of things. I feel like that's that's it. Oh, you teach improv at Persephone. Oh, and I'm a teach school. You teach school. Yeah. And you teach improv (laughs) at schools, too. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, coaching an improv team at a high school. Um, um, because I I want to get a job. (laughs) So I volunteer in my time to coach an improv team. And I really, I I mean, I enjoy teaching improv. So um, kind of trying to kill two birds with one stone. Yeah, I really, the only thing I really love more than doing improv is teaching it to others. And in some ways, I feel like I'm better at teaching it than I am at doing it sometimes. So, Well, I look forward to... um being your friend for a long time. Me too. So we can continue to have adventures together. We need to ask the final question, though. Oh, right. Oh, no, what's up? Which is, so our podcast is called You're Going to Be Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like your life at this point is fantastic? Yes. Good. Absolutely. Yay. I really have nothing to complain about. <laughs> Yay, that's great. That's awesome. Um, so we have, we'll just say our final things, which are you can follow us on social media at um, YWGTBF, which are the first letters of You Are Going to Be Fantastic, <laughs> on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. And you can email us at you are going to be fantastic at gmail.com. We still haven't gotten any emails. Come on, guys. But if someone emails what? us, we will for sure read it out loud. Tell us your story. Tell us whether you think your life is fantastic or not. Tell us your biggest regret. What did your... you want to be when you were five? Tell us your greatest success. Mm-hmm. Or how you're doing something you could have never even imagined. You didn't dream so big. And tell us if you want us to do an interview. We can even do it over the phone. Yeah, we can. We have this microphone. We're mobile. We can go anywhere. Do anything. (laughs) But also, um, we would really appreciate if you could also go onto iTunes or Stitcher or SoundCloud or wherever and leave a rating and a review for us because that helps other people find our podcast, which is only a good thing. Yeah. To to find more people. All right. Well, thank you, uh, Courtney. Thank you. Thank you, Anne. Thank you. Thank you, Jenny. Thank you, listeners. (laughs) Thank you, everyone. (laughs) God bless us, everyone. Bye. Bye.